And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, and today we're talking with Dwayne Sherman, the acquisitions editor of Strategic Partnerships at Moody Publishing right here in Chicago. And we're going to talk about what's going on in Christian publishing and why it's relevant to you. There's all sorts of things that are coming out that can help you in your spiritual journey, making it easier, more productive, uh, maybe making it harder, but definitely more productive. I'm an attorney and a partner of the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We're all believers that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, uh, protecting religious freedom, and protecting pro-life causes. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. Moody Publishers is a nonprofit Christian publishing house located in Chicago that's distributed more than, wow, 300 million books to those seeking guide for spiritual and relational growth. These include biblical commentaries, Christian fiction, and more. Uh, Dwayne Sherman's role at Moody Publishers is to develop strategic publishing partnerships with national and international churches and ministries to create mutually beneficial growth. And I might add that Dwayne and I have a special relationship in, in terms of having known each other for years, being brothers in the Lord, but uh, Dwayne helped me decide to write Jesus in the Courtroom, which Moody has published and which has been a great blessing to many people. Dwayne, welcome to our show. Hey, John. Great to be with you. Uh, Dwayne, many of our listeners say, I listen to the radio. Why do I need to read a book? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'd encourage you to do both since Moody has both a publishing arm and a a media arm. and there, there's certainly value in both um, media forms, but uh, what what the book does um, so much differently than probably any other media f- form um, out there um, is if you need a deep, immersive experience um, into a topic, if it's nonfiction or into a story, if it's fiction, um, you're you're going to spend six, eight, ten, twelve hours with that book. And um, that deep immersive experience uh, just is unlike any other and can reform kind of who you are. So for believers, then it's allowing the author and the work in combination with the Holy Spirit and our own and our own spirits to uh, germinate new ideas or to wrestle with issues uh, or to recognize issues. When you say deep, that's that's where you're going? Yeah, I mean, in, in Christian publishing, at least, and at Moody, what we're looking for are authors that are immersed 
um, in, into the Word, that they are in a uh, love relationship with Jesus, and that's just kind of uh, kind of oozing out of their pores. And then as they, um, as you know, well know, John, pour that, you know, in, into the keyboard or into the, the pen to the paper and pour that in, pour themselves and that relationship um, into, into the uh, words that go on the page. Um, you know, that's a real relationship between the reader, between the author, and, uh, and hopefully if all is going well, between the Holy Spirit. And so that's kind of the the essence of what we're trying to do. And, and, and these days, it seems everybody wants uh, instant relationship and, and instant connection and uh, listen to a little radio or, uh, or maybe play some Christian songs on my iPad. And, and, and that'll, that'll do it because I got a lot of stuff to do. But it's not really rounding out our spiritual growth if we don't do the things that that may take time and 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 depth. I mean, that would include Bible study, but uh, books are not a substitute for Bible study. But how do they complement Bible study? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it, if you're going to have one book, your first book, it should be God's book, um, and coming at God's book prayerfully. Um, and yet there's kind of the adage that all truth is God's truth and that, um, through the ages and even now there are saints that are communing with God and in his word and the Holy Spirit is prompting them in, in different areas, spheres of influence, uh, with thoughts and, and truths, um, that are, uh, from, from his heart. Um, uh, for instance, uh, the, the area of law. And, and so the Bible gives us everything that we need for life and godliness, um, uh, for sure. And then God allows his people to discover things uh, in, in deep ways. Yeah. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk of the law firm of Mauk and Baker. And we're uh, talking to Dwayne Sherman of Moody Publishers about Christian publishing. And, and Dwayne... Uh, you've told us about the the need in general. Can you tell us about some of the books that Moody has come out with recently, and how those particular books are are helpful to certain of our listeners? Because I I, I think the average listener like me is you got to sort through so much. You got so many television programs and iPods and emails and books and movies, we want to use our time wisely. So could you uh, tell us what's uh, what's on the menu from Moody Publishers these days and who would benefit from that book? Oh, there's so much. Um, we're coming out with new things every day. Um, our work is to resource the church um, in order that God's kingdom may Go forward, and you, you've probably heard the uh, the saying from Abraham um, Kuyper, who where he says, you know, God looks down on his creation and says, every square inch mine. And so every domain is part of God's kingdom, uh, and so we try to write to to all of those um, different domains. Probably one of the books that we're uh, most excited about, at least I am, um, as of late, has has been this book called One Blood uh, by Dr. John Perkins. Uh, Dr. Perkins is a 87, maybe 88-year-old now uh, leader from the civil rights movement, um, same age actually that uh, MLK would be. 
um, just about right now. And um, st- still alive, still writing, um, still exhorting the church. And, and this book, One Blood, is, um, the, as the subtitle says, Parting Words to the Church on Race and Love. And so we're, we're pretty excited about that. How do, we, how do we think about this topic in our country? And what's the church's role, each and every believer, but then also local churches in, uh, and being a kind of a healing example uh, in the name of Christ? So this is generally for Christians, Americans, because we all have racial issues and, and we're all part of the problem or the solution, or, yeah. or in most cases, both. Yeah. And, and and sometimes we're we're a part of the problem. We don't even realize it, you know. Quite quite frankly, there's so many nuances to this discussion. But here's the thing: um, if there is one institution in um, this great country of ours that um, probably ought to have a, a little bit of an edge on on this issue, it should be the church, right? We are the the reconciled people with God, and so if we have been reconciled to God through Christ. Um, how much more um, should we be able to reconcile with each other? And, uh, and and that's that's one blood by John Perkins. That's right. Do you have something for children out there? For for those, um, or, or, or even grandchildren? We we do we do um, some books for children. Um, we have some things in works right now that I probably should hold off on, but. Um, I brought a book here, John, called Make It Zero by Mary Frances Boley, who um, runs an organization called Wellspring Living down in the Atlanta area. And so this is a book for anybody. It's called Make It Zero, the movement to safeguard every child. And so, um, John, as we did your book, you know, there's so many different ways that children can be vulnerable uh, from the foster care system uh, to abuse, neglect, um, not having enough to eat. Uh, not able to get a, a solid education, and so that's what that's what this book is all about: uh, is protecting children and nurturing them, and and waking up to what's been going on with the abuse of children. Uh, yeah, really, uh, just our, our nation has been abusing children, just like we've been racist. Uh, we have we have to open our eyes, uh, see the problem, and then repent of it, and and make it zero. By uh, Francis Bowley, that's B-O-W-L-E-Y, mm-hmm. uh, can help us understand those issues? It, exactly, John. You know, I mean, we were all children once, but, you know, it's so hard to kind of go back and put ourselves back to what it was like to be a child and how we experienced life. And even if, you know, we had a, a good upbringing, um, there were painful things that we all had to go through as as children, and and some kids had it a lot worse than us, and so that's exactly what this book tries to do. Yeah, and in my, my in my book, Jesus in the Courtroom, I come at it from a different angle. That in Roe versus Wade, uh, Justice Blackman said, "Well, we don't really know when life begins, but if we did, it'd be a whole different." subject. There'd be a whole different result. Uh, When we come back, we're going to pick up there. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of Christian lawyers, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk, partner of the law firm of Malk & Baker in Chicago. And we're talking with Dwayne Sherman of Moody Publishers about what are some of the books that are coming out to help believers in our spiritual journey. We are all conflicted about abortion. We talked about that just before the break and uh, the way that we're aborting children and not helping women and other ways that we're not dealing with children or abusing them. And uh, Jesus in the Courtroom talks about that in Francis uh, Boley's book, uh, Mary Francis Boley, Make It Zero, uh, Solutions and Ideas and Challenges in Dealing with Children. But there's so many other areas. Uh, Duane, I think we're all conflicted and concerned about the global refugees and coming into the U.S. and how do we welcome them and how do we uh, adequately control our, our borders. Uh, what does Moody Publishing have in that area? Yeah, well, like so many of us um, a few years ago, we, we saw that little boy, um, you know, sadly, so, wa uh, so sadly washed, uh, you know, onto the shores of that, that, that beach in, in Greece. And I don't know if you remember that. It just went around the world in a hurry. And it, it just sensitized all of us. To, these, are, these are real people. They're just like us. And, um, and they're on these boats and rafts, and they, they need a place to live. They just, just like us. If it, we had war yeah, here. Well, almost every American <clears throat> is, is a descendant of many immigrants, and often they're refugees. Uh, fleeing, uh, fleeing oppression. Yeah, you know, a absolutely. And, and, and we wouldn't be here if the country hadn't uh, allowed us in. It, you know, a a absolutely. I mean, we're not called the, the melting pot for for no reason. And so that that's the history of who we are. It's it's part of the DNA of what it means to be uh, an American and to be a country, to be this country. And and then um, certainly there has to be laws and um, processes and and things like that. Um, and in our book, um, Seeking Refuge um, on the Shores of the Global Refugee Crisis, this is by um, Steve Bauman and uh, Matthew Sorens of, and um, Dr. Isam Schmier of um, World Relief, which is kind of like the, one of the largest refugee resettlement ministries um, here in our country. And, and we, we approached them and we said, what would you guys say to this? Um, what are some of the fears that we have to deal with? And what we found out that there's really only, you know, a few core fears. Some of them is uh, around the vetting process. And in the book, we go through that. It's usually an 18 month to two year plus process. And so, uh, you know, with the ocean between us, it isn't like Europe um, where people are, you know, kind of banging at the door of our borders, but there's a very solid vetting process. And, and when you kind of know that, um, and kind of know the role of the church and stories like the Good Samaritan and things like that as believers, it becomes clearer and we're able to, to face our fears uh, and um, show the compassion of Christ. Is, is there any organizations that is, that is organizing churches to each take in one or two refugee families? I, I know churches have done that. But is that being coordinated? That is exactly what World Relief is all about. Yeah. And so if, if you're a church and you would be interested in um, helping to resettle a refugee family, um, a small group can do this or a group of small groups. And like literally they're coming with uh, the clothes on their back. Um, they need language skills. They need, they need employment. They need apartments. And there are... Um, 
limited funds for that grants and things like that. But then really in short order, they need to kind of get back on their feet. Now, here's the interesting thing. When a refugee family does get back on their feet, they are um, some of the best contributors, some of the best citizens uh, in our in our country. And so that, that's kind of a fun fact. They, they're often perceived as a burden, but they're maybe initially, but um, their work ethic is, is out the roof. Well, uh, the book is Seeking <laughs> Refuge on the Shores of the Global Refugee Crisis. You can get a copy of the book by going to the Moody Publishers website. Just enter Moody Publishers and you can see those and, and, and the other books. Uh, one that interests me a lot is the fact that Jews don't need Jesus, uh, subtitle and other misconceptions. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, by by Avi Snyder. Uh, tell us who needs to read this book and how it will help them. Yeah, well, you know, Avi is a, kind of a mutual friend of ours from um, Jews for Jesus. And, you know, um, we're Moody Bible Institute. We're Moody Publishers. We're founded by the great evangelist D.L. Moody. He was, you know, the Billy Graham kind of of uh, 150 years ago. And so our heart is to... Um, uh, certainly proclaim the gospel both in word and deed. And you, know, you have to do that in ways that are contextualized to where people are at, what their worldview is, um, the, the culture that they're in. And so um, we have books um, like this one for folks to help share their faith with their Jewish friends so that you could, uh, if you have a Jewish friend, you could go with, go through this book with them chapter by chapter and, you know, Avi has shared his faith with thousands, maybe tens of thousands uh, of um, Jews. And many of those Jews are coming to see that Jesus is indeed the Messiah that they have been waiting for. And so this is a lifetime of Avi's experience packed in this book for a tool for us as believers to share our faith with our Jewish yeah, friends. Yeah, I, I, I read the book when it was uh, in manuscript form and uh, just just loved it because there are so many misconceptions and uh, so many ways that people are deceived about who Jesus is. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker. We're speaking with Dwayne Sherman of Moody Publishers about the most recent and helpful books that are coming out to help believers serve the Lord. Dwayne, uh, Tell us about loving my LGBT neighbor. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you look at the the life of Christ, um, he he was friends with everybody that he could be friends with, and that's our call. As far as it is unto you, be at peace with all all men, and we see that in our in our Savior and our Messiah. So loving my LGBT neighbor is all about that. Um, the subtitle is Being Friends in Grace and Truth. It's by Glenn Stanton, a focus on the family. And, um, you know, we, we can have disagreements with folks, strong disagreements, and yet we can still love each other. We can still be civil with each other. Dare I say, we can still be friends and neighbors with each other, and that's what this book's all about. Well, that's that's a challenge because uh, certainly as believers we can we can show love, but often the world is conditioning 
the return of love for us accepting or even endorsing a lifestyle that we feel is harmful and unbiblical. So does, uh, does Glenn Stanton in this book, Loving My Neighbor, help us work through that problem? Because I think that's a problem most of us as believers have. It's a tough problem. How do we balance out that grace and truth and the relational nature of God and the, the truth aspects of God? And the one reason we, we came to Glenn for this book um, is Glenn is the guy at Focus on the Family that when they get a call um, and somebody from the LGBTQ community or, or lobby or whatever wants to debate somebody on the Christian side, Glenn's the guy. And so Glenn oh, gets okay. all those phone calls. And what's unique, though, is as Glenn has um, debated these guys, he's actually become friends with them. Where they're sharing cars, going you know across <laughs> across the state to different college campuses, they're eating lunch together, and so. When I heard that, I said, hey, if that guy can do that, if he can debate these guys night after night after night and go have hot dogs for lunch, there's something there. We can learn something. And yeah, so that's, I, that's what the book helps us to do. Wow. I, well, I admire that. I've, I've tried as we've, we've litigated for uh, traditional marriage and, and things like that. And I've worked with uh, uh, PR people and reporters for the gay media. And, and found that they were quite receptive to our press releases and interviewing me and hearing a Christian point of view. And much to my surprise, um, and probably uh, the interviews were much to their surprise, too, mm. <laughs> because they're expecting that we hated them. Mm. But uh, that's, that's not the case. We just have to have the compassionate love of God. Uh, Dwayne, another book that's of great interest, I'm sure, to a lot of people. Uh, believers have calls from God, but they're stuck. They're not sure what it is. Uh, they're called, but not sent, or they're waiting. And uh, you've brought a book here, Out of Your Cave, Unstuck, Into Your Call by Mark Job. Who is, who is Mark Job? And Tell me about the book. Yeah, I'm pleased to announce that Mark Job has accepted the call to be the 10th president of the Moody Bible Institute. Uh, Mark is coming from here, here in Chicago, uh, New Life Community Churches, 40 churches around the Chicago area, uh, all kinds of different neighborhoods. And yeah, um, the book that he did with us a few years back, Unstuck Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call, is based on the life of Elijah. Remember, Elijah gets all worn out doing ministry, and he goes to the cave, and uh, you know, God has to gently restore him and kind of coax him out. And he hears that that small, still voice of the Lord. And, you know, just like Elijah, we get worn out. Um, we get stuck uh, in our call. And, um, and God calls us to some restorative work uh, that we might need to do to, to kind of get back into the game. And so that's, uh, that's the book. Amen. Dwayne, thank you for speaking with us today. Uh, people can learn more about Moody Publishers by going to moodypublishers.com. Mm -hmm. You can uh, look at uh, all of these books and, 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 and see what will help. If you have a legal need and want the perspective of local Christian attorneys, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Gonna have to save somebody 
Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.